Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talks show. I'm Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. And today, uh, I'm going to do a little special on how to quiet your mind. I've had a lot of people reach out to me over the past <laughs> few years, <laughs> not just few months, and ask me about how to deal with their anxiety, how to face their depression, how to overcome the incessant sense of the inner critic constantly chirping over their shoulder and telling them stories that they're not good enough or smart enough or kind enough or successful enough or good looking enough. The story goes on and on. And maybe you are one of those people who has dealt with that. And maybe you're one of those people who has a very fast mind. One of the things that I've learned over the years is that everyone's mind, until they become aware of it, has its own speed. Everyone's mind goes at a certain pace. And sometimes you can hear this in their speech. Sometimes you can hear this in their uh, body language. And what I mean by that is you can watch them and see all the, all the nervousness in their hands and in their feet and in their legs bouncing around and, and their constant shifting around in position and eyes darting all over the place, not being able to be still. And all of that is often a representation of their inner working, of their inner body, their inner mind. And the body actually is its own mind in many ways. There are more pathways leading from the body to the brain than there are pathways leading from the brain to the body. So clearly the body has an immense amount of information that is getting sent to the brain that is dictating a lot of what's happening in the brain. And most of the time, much of the time, people's minds are racing, not just because their minds are uneasy, not just because there is a, an inner critic or a sabotager lurking in the background, giving them negative commentary on everything that they do, kind of like a evil Don Cherry for my Canadians <laughs> out there uh, giving negative commentary about everything that you do. It's not just the mind, right? There, a huge part, a huge part of the challenges that we face mentally within our internal dialogue actually is produced in the body. It's actually our limbic system, our nervous system, our sympathetic nervous system specifically, that is on overdrive, that has never been trained, that has never been worked with, it's never been taught how to calm itself or become malleable and flexible and be able to lower the highs. And so our, our bodies are constantly in a state of overdrive. Many people, you know, with the rise of social media and being over caffeinated, you know, drinking two or three huge cups of coffee per day, uh, or eating way too much sugar, many, many people have 
uh, on a very consistent basis, pump their bodies full of stimulants. And so their bodies are sending an immense amount of information to the brain saying, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm on overdrive. I'm, I'm jacked up on sugar and caffeine and information, right? Your body is a giant information receiver. It's a giant information antenna, right? Think about the uh, skin cells that cover your body. The skin that covers your body is one giant receptor. And compared to the rest of the senses, your eyes, your ears, your nose, right, your auditory and visual, your olfactory, uh, the body senses so much data and information, right? Your, your sense of, of cold, your sense of heat, your sense of how you are are feeling from an energetic standpoint is is largely produced in the body. And the brain actually responds to those triggers, to that information, to the data that it's being sent from the body. So this is why what you put into your body is so incredibly important. So how does one begin to calm the mind? Well, first off, first off, how we begin to calm the mind is often through the body. You know, a lot of people, I, I've worked with a lot of men who consistently tell me, I can't meditate. I even, I led a workshop two weeks ago in Washington, D.C., and one of the guys put it so, so well. He said, I started to meditate, and I don't know if you've, if you've ever heard anyone have this experience, but I started to meditate, and life started to get worse. And I said, what do you mean by life started to get worse? And he said, well, I was kind of asleep in a way to my own thoughts. I, I didn't really pay attention to all the noise that was happening inside of my own skull. And suddenly when I started to meditate, I became acutely aware of how much was actually going on in there. And when I started to meditate, I became unable to not stop listening to that voice, to the constant criticism or feedback or the contemptuous remarks or the harsh judgments on myself and others. I, I couldn't turn it, turn down the dial. It started to get louder and louder. And he said, I stopped meditating. I stopped meditating because it was so loud that I was becoming much more, I was becoming much more reactive to everything that was happening around me because suddenly the voices in my head became so much louder that they seemed to become overpowering. Now, for many of you out there, maybe you have meditated for a long time. Maybe you feel comfortable with meditation. Maybe you feel comfortable with mindfulness because that is largely what we are talking about. We're talking about a, a form of mindfulness. What I want to start with in how we calm the mind is by not only noticing our thoughts, because for many people, they sit in meditation and they learn some form of traditional form of meditation, zazen meditation, or a mindfulness meditation, right, vipassana. And, and most of it focuses in on just noticing your thoughts that are there. The challenge is, is that so many people are incredibly uncomfortable in their own body. They are literally uncomfortable in their own skin. And so the thought of sitting still and suddenly becoming aware of the totality of your body 
in your feet and your hands, how it feels in your chest and your abdomen, and becoming aware that there is this whole thing, <laughs> this whole mass of <laughs> of meat underneath your neck, right? Because most people live in their heads all day long until maybe they have sex uh, or, you know, they have a backache because they've been sitting in their computer at their at their computer desk for eight hours. But so many people aren't aware of their body in an intimate way until there's pain or discomfort or there's some form of an arousal. And then they tune into that very specific area, but they are largely unaware of the rest of the mechanism. So where you start with how you can begin to calm your mind, clear your mind, is by sitting and breathing. And not just breathing in the sense that you're aware that you're breathing, right? But in the sense that you send breath and awareness, you, you utilize the breath as awareness, as a mechanism of moving through your body through the channels of your body and you you either sit or you can lay down or you can even try this standing up i have many clients where i will have them if they this is a good uh, tip for everyone that deals with um, anxiety if you deal with anxiety and meditation seems like this very challenging arduous thing stand up i mean you can even try this right now if you're listening to it and you and you have the space to do it stand up put both of your feet on the floor and close your eyes. And now just take a few deep breaths in. And as you stand there, bring your awareness to your feet touching the floor. And as you inhale, the next time that you inhale, breathe in as if you were breathing in through your feet. Literally feel energy, feel breath, almost like the air was being brought in through your feet and feel the connection so rooted into the floor. Feel the heels of your feet, the arch of your foot nestled onto the floor and breathe in through them. And on your next inhale, bring your awareness just to your left foot, just the left foot and breathe in through that one, just that one. And visualize, if you if you want, you don't have to, but visualize the air coming up your, in your left foot, up your leg, and up into your lungs, almost as if your lungs are being filled from the bottom up, and then exhale out through your nose. And then shift over to the right foot, and breathe in through the right foot, up the right foot, up your calf, up your femur, your thigh, and straight up into your lungs and let it fill your lungs. And now notice how your awareness has shifted, how your sense of presence and groundedness has shifted, all because of the breath reconnecting you to the rest of your body. And this is a very useful tool for many people when it comes to anxiety. So if you have anxiety, try using that as often as needed or as often as possible 
to reground you when you are feeling anxious and to just stay in that space, breathing up in through one foot and then the other, you know, a few, maybe five or six breaths per foot and then five or six breaths in to both feet and, and stand there just for a minute or two. And this is pretty simple, right? This is pretty simple, but notice how it regulates your nervous system a little bit. It helps to calm you a little bit and it helps to ground you and center you. So the breath is the very first place to start. The, ver the very, very first place to start. Most people want to start with watching their thoughts, noticing their thoughts, trying to get rid of their thoughts, trying not to think because they heard somewhere that the goal of meditation is non-thinking. <laughs> the goal of meditation is to not think or to not have bad thoughts or some something like that. Right? But just follow your breath and it'll start to clear your mind. And you can even you can even just come back to your breath as often as possible. And that breath will allow you to tune into the duality of your own existence in many ways. That you have your breath, your breath is happening to you without you needing to do anything. It happens naturally and organically. And when you're unaware, your breath is still happening. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to tell it to breathe. You don't have to tell your lungs to do anything. You don't have to tell your body to actually do anything. It actually just takes care of itself. And so you can see that, that the breath is happening to you. But when you tune into the breath, you also can notice that you can happen to it, that you can automate or, or regulate your own breath. And you can start to command that breath to happen. And you can tell it to breathe longer or shorter. And in this way, you are learning that the systems within you are all fairly similar. So what I mean by that is you hear my voice right now. You hear what I'm saying, but largely you don't have to do anything. You don't have to force the translation of the words that I'm saying. You don't have to try and force an understanding if you just listen as you normally would, your brain will take care of the assimilation of, of the letters and the words into a coherent thought. And you actually don't have to do anything to make that happen. And your thoughts are the same way, right? You can be sitting there with your eyes closed and thoughts will just happen. Just like words going by on a, on a ticker tape, you know, <laughs> I always get the picture of Times Square in New York where the words are just going by on the, the big screen. And the words are just going by. Your thoughts are just happening. They might pop up from nowhere. They might come from side to side or drop in or come from the back. It's different for everyone. Your thoughts just sort of arise in some form or another. And, and they happen to you. You can't control them. You're, you're, not, you're not trying to think those thoughts, right? When I say pink elephant, and all of a sudden a, a thought comes forward. Maybe you think that's funny. Maybe it's a ridiculous uh, visual, right? Maybe you wonder, maybe it's small or big, but you have some sort of thought that naturally just pops up there. It happens. Your thoughts happen to you, but you also happen to your thoughts. You also can sit in meditation and you can think the words pink elephant, right? So your thoughts happen and you also happen to them. And in that way, you can see the, the duality in some sense and then the non-duality 
of the happening that is going on within you. And it all starts with the breath, which tuning into the body and starting to calm your body. So the, the counterintuitive nature here is how you clear your mind is by clearing your body. So if you want to calm your mind, look at what you are putting into your body. If you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is pump yourself full of caffeine with two packages of sugar in it or three packages of sugar in it, that is going to jack your body up on a whole bunch of stimulants that are going to cause a response in your brain because suddenly your body is sending a whole bunch of high frequency energy signals up to your brain telling it that it it can't sit still right saying it what it says to the brain literally is i can't sit still i'm full of energy i'm vibrating around i'm all jacked up on sugar i'm processing this sugar right now and suddenly i have a whole abundance of energy i'm going to send you all of this information about how much energy i have in me right now and your brain's like, oh my gosh, okay, there's a shit ton of energy going on down there. What do I do? And suddenly the thoughts start coming faster and faster and faster and faster, right? <laughs> and the thoughts begin to, to permeate. And suddenly when you become aware of that, you can't not hear them. You can't not hear the thoughts. And, and that can create overwhelm or anxiety. And maybe you have a system or a habit or a pattern of when you when your thoughts get faster or when your body feels more overwhelmed than usual that your thoughts go on hyperdrive and you can't seem to calm them down and it's actually not your thoughts that are the issue it's the body it's what you've been putting into it it's the lack of awareness and attention on it and it is the lack of connection to it and so suddenly you're stuck almost like trapped in a cage of your mind thinking these thoughts on repeat. And so what we must do first to calm our mind is to calm our body. Now there are many other forms of doing this, but I think the one that I will leave you with is, is the breathing exercise from before or being able to lay on the ground and just breathe into different parts of your body. Bring different colors to different parts of your body bring awareness into your body, and then you can try sitting and meditating, but bring breath and awareness into your body first for a few minutes. For some people, because they are so used to having such an elevated level of stimulant in their body, they will need time to first de-stimulate <laughs> de their body. They'll actually need to bring their body down to a more comfortable level of, of uh, homeostasis, I think I might be using that word incorrectly, but we're going to just go with it. But they will bring their body down to a, a regular level of operating. And that might require you laying with your back on the ground and your feet up the wall so you can circulate blood. It might require you to just lay and breathe. It might require you to do a guided meditation that focuses in on the breath into the body. But the very first step, the very first step of clearing your mind is breathing into your body and reconnecting with it. So it was a little bit longer of a mini episode than usual, but this is a very important topic. And it's an important topic because how your thoughts work and operate are, will, will very much dictate your level of awareness and presence throughout the day. So if you're caught constantly thinking nonstop, 
and you can't seem to, you're struggling to make decisions, you feel overwhelmed, maybe you feel anxiety, maybe you feel uh, you know, depressed because your, your thoughts are just negative and have been for quite a while. How we start to shift that first and foremost is getting into the breath and getting into the body and, and reconnecting with this huge part of ourselves that oftentimes when we are overworked and overwhelmed and overstressed and overcaffeinated and oversugared becomes tense and hyper and active and antsy or lethargic and sluggish and doesn't want to move and is resistant and it's sort of like this pissed off teenager in many in many ways our body becomes this angsty teenager that wants to rebel against us because we are disconnected from it and it can cause chaos in the mind so Take a deep breath and exhale, reconnect with your body and allow your mind to do whatever it needs to do, but invest in reconnecting with your body and your breath. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Please share this with somebody that you have heard say the words, I just can't seem to meditate. And if you're interested, please hit me up on Instagram at Mantox if you want to learn more about meditation, about optimizing your mind, clearing your mind, improving your mindset. As I have been thinking about doing a, a free webinar training on this, as it seems to be a big part of the work that I do with the men that come and work with me. So if you are interested to learn more, hit me up on Instagram at Mantox or on Facebook at Mantox or Connor Beaton and let me know and uh, maybe I'll dive into this more. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next week.